y'all. This is Monica Hall, Alumni Director at Emory & Henry, and your host for The Duck Pond Wall. Thank you for being with us today. Since this show is going to air so close to Christmas, I just thought I would pop in and say happy holidays. I really hope you're enjoying the season, and I really hope you're finding a way to get out and enjoy the world despite the weather. As I always say to my godchildren, there's no such thing as bad weather, just the wrong clothing. So if you need a little extra warmth to get outside and enjoy this world, maybe go for a walk, maybe look at the birds, maybe listen to the birds, maybe just stare at the neighbors, you know, whatever makes you happy. If you need a little extra clothing to make that a good experience for you, send me an email right now. And if you're the first one to send me an email, I will send you an Emory & Henry hat. What you think about that? We'll put a little stocking cap on your head and make you ready to go outside and enjoy this winter world that we're living in. My email address is alumni, just the word alumni, at ehc.edu. So be the first one to get through. I'll send you a little toboggan. Meanwhile, if you're thinking, oh, it's just too cold, I'm not going out there. Well, we're about to put that into perspective for you because our guest today is living in Alaska. <laughs> she still goes out for a walk, just saying. Join us now as we get to know Natalie Bright Graham and find out why in the world she's in Alaska. And remember, not so cold that you can't take a little walk and enjoy the world, but if you need a new hat, send me an email, alumni at ehc.edu. Happy holidays. Now, let's go to Alaska. I want to welcome everyone back to the Duck Pond Wall. And today I'm excited that our guest is joining us all the way from Fairbanks, Alaska, Natalie Bright Graham, Emory Henry class of 2016. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. How are you today? Well, I'm chilly, but I'm not going to complain because you're in Alaska. Tell me what, <laughs> you know, do you get this all the time? How cold is it today? Um, right now, I think it's about negative 25 degrees. Yeah. Oh, for real? For real. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my goodness. That is such a better answer than I thought you were going to give me. I thought you were going to say, oh, it's in the twenties and I was going to. Oh, oh that. no. Negative 25. <laughs> yeah. We are, uh, definitely in the, uh, into that time of the year now. <laughs> is it, is it daylight or dark there? What's, what's the light situation? So it's kind of weird in winter it is it gets darker for longer so the sun sets roughly roughly around like 3 or 3 30 depending you know on the day um and it rises around nine or after nine and then it, does that get harsh i really i like me some sunshine yeah no i i do too um <laughs> <laughs> it is and it's gonna get to the point i think in late December where we get less than like, I almost want to say it's less than four hours of sunlight a day. Oh. And then essentially it's just, you know, dark out. Yeah, no, I, that, that would, I, that would be a struggle for me. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's, it's going to be rough for me too, but thankfully, um, people who live here and we have some, which is really good. They have like happy lights. So they're like, it's, they're essentially like tablet sized lights that are like artificial sunlight. Oh, yeah. That you put in your house to oh. think. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I've heard of people who have that, what's it, seasonal effect, something affected disorder. Yeah, sad yeah. season, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that they, that, that that's kind of what they tell them to try. And so that, have you, have you had to use that yet? Are you going to have to use that now? Um, we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to start using them pretty soon. Well, yeah, tell us, how, how the heck did you end up, how long have you been in Alaska and how the heck did you end up there? Well, um, I've been here for, I've been here for almost six months. And then I came here because my husband is in the army. So he's stationed here for two to three years and he's already been here for a year. So we still have like another two years here. Not yeah. Now that you're counting, I not that I'm counting at all. Counting, yeah, kind of counting right. just a little bit. So, right. And of course, he doesn't know where he'll be going next. But you're probably hoping for something a little warmer than minus twenty-five. Yeah. No, I would. I would love that. He he, kind of seriously was saying like Fort Drum in upstate New York, which is again very cold, but not obviously as cold as here. But I'm still yeah. like, mm, I don't know about that. So aren't there, aren't there bases in Florida? Just yeah, there are. There are. Just saying, you know, yeah. Gonna, did you have any influence whatsoever? So, are you? So tell, <laughs> tell us what you're doing in Alaska. Are you working? Uh, yeah. So I actually fairly recently started working here. I am now working at the flood bank in Alaska. Um, I've been there for just under a month now. So, like, that's really cool to me at least because like I've been a blood donor for like 10 years like a long time yeah and I always kind of wanted to get involved with something like that or like some type of nonprofit. and this is a nonprofit, and so like for me that's just really cool um like giving back to the community yeah Yeah. well that's terrific well I said what got you started as a blood donor I actually don't know. Like, I know my mom. Was it the actually, cookies and the, and the cool t-shirt? Yeah, I mean, that was probably part of it. Um, <laughs> but my, I know my mom, she, she donates blood too. Um, I don't think as often as I do, but that's fine. But I remember like, I, so I think she kind of got me started because we would go together when I, you know, was first starting to donate yeah. and that was kind of cool. And, you know, just you know, again, kind of just helping people. So yeah, you feel like you're making an impact. I mean, you know, because mm-hmm. there are people like me who are kind of wimps about it. And I, I tried once and they told me my blood wasn't strong enough. They told me to go eat liver and come back later, which I yeah. did not do because I'm also a wimp about eating liver because, you know, no, yeah, 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 yeah just, eat, just eat a steak, you know, some, some greens be good. Just- Try again, exactly. Well, so tell you got to tell us though. What what has your impression been of of living up there? Because this is, I mean, not everybody gets to live in Alaska. This is kind of yeah. exciting. It is exciting. It's really different for a lot of reasons. Obviously, it's really cool. I mean, there are things that I've never seen before that I've seen here, which have been really incredible. Like, what? like, like, what? like oh. wildlife. Um, oh, like like what? moose like moose uh, like I've never wow. seen moose before in real life and are they as big as everybody says oh yeah yeah they're huge I mean we see them on a pretty regular basis and especially where we live it's kind I mean it's not in the wilderness but I mean it's more private than other housing nearby so and we have a river or part of a river that runs behind our house 
And so like we have moose come through our backyard. We've seen them, you know, in the river, you know, in the woods wow. across the road, you know, like that kind of thing. Wow. Um, that is awesome. Well, and I, yeah. I tell you a, a picture I saw on your Facebook page that just blew me away. Pictures of the Northern Lights. Yes, that too. That has been probably my favorite thing in the winter here um, is seeing the Northern Lights. Did you have to go somewhere to see them or did you just like peel the curtains back and go, look, honey, it's the Northern Lights. Actually, one time we did like drive to get like a better view and then we came home and they were like right there. Um, And then, yeah, you know, and then the other time they were literally like right in front of our house or, you know, so we could, yeah, just had to like look out the front door or, yeah, so... That was also pretty, like, that's also really amazing. Um, that is completely amazing. That is yeah. so exciting. Well, yeah. and how big is Fairbanks? I don't, I don't know much about the, the communities up there. Is it, is it a big place? Um, I mean, it's bigger. It's not, I mean, it's not huge. It's, but you have like a little, a little downtown or. Yeah, some... we have a little downtown. Like it has a little, you know, like main city you know, core. Yeah. But it's not, it's not super big. Like we have, it's big enough that we have a couple of like the big chain, like things like Joann's or Michael's, you know, like that kind of thing. Okay. But not where like there's a Target or like a Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm tickled that you mentioned not one, but two basic crafting stores. That's interesting. Are you a crafter or is it just a crafter? I (laughs) am a crafter. Well, tell us what kind of crafting you do. And does that keep it? Do you find yourself producing more on these very long cold nights? A little bit. I've been trying to get myself back into like crafting more because I've taken a, a long break, but I've like, I sew. So I'm trying to get back into like sewing and using like my sewing machine. You make clothes? Um, I haven't made clothes yet. I have made like a small quilt and like pillows. Nice. Um, yeah. Just for yourself or like available on Etsy? <laughs> right now, just like for myself. Okay, just check it. Ma- yeah, yeah. Maybe at one point, like I'll get there and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I've also gotten back into crocheting and I want to learn how to knit because I don't know how to do that yet. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah I, I, I knit a little, but I can only do square things. Um, so a very long square makes a scarf and a short square makes a dish rag. How right. Yeah, yes. very, very yes. versatile. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, so you, you're not planning on staying long term in Alaska then? No. <laughs> you um, haven't fallen in love to the point that you're like, oh, you know, let's just stay. Yeah, like the summers are really great here because they're not that hot and there is little to no humidity, which is amazing. That's awesome. Yes. And in the summer, it's weird too because it's almost like daylight or for 24 hours out. And then it like decreases as the summer goes on. But, you know, it's still predominantly like sunlight or, you know, day daylight out. Do you find yourself being more productive on those long daylight hours? It's kind of weird how it seems to tick your brain a little bit. It does. Yeah. I mean, I think I was definitely, um, exactly because I would look outside and be like, oh, you know, it's two or three or whatever time I thought it was. 
in the day. And then I, I like actually, you know, like at my phone or a clock and I'm like, mm, it's 10 at night. Okay. <laughs> See, it's tricky. I know it's tricky. I've only, I, yeah. When I went to Scotland, I got, the, it was like 11 o'clock and it was still daylight. And I was like, this is awesome. But I wasn't sleepy because it was daylight out. It was weird. Yeah, exactly. So like we, thankfully we already had some blackout curtains, but like you need those in the summer. I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like winter, it's almost completely dark, you know, once you actually hit, you know, dead winter and then in the summer, it's pretty much sunlight out all day. So they should, they should make curtains that glow like the sun instead of just Ooh. a little tablet light. There's, there's your sewing project. That's, yeah. That's, you make yeah. some curtains that have, have like lights all over them so that when you shut them, it's like, well, it looks like the day the sun's out. That's actually a great idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, if that, if that catches on, you heard it here first and we get credit for it because we came up yes. with this. Yes. Exactly. Totally. Well, we're exactly. talking today with Natalie Bright Graham, who was joining us today from Fairbanks, Alaska, uh, to talk with us about what it's like to be up there and to live up there. Um, it doesn't sound like you're planning to stay there a long time, but what are some of the things that you've done um, so far and already and maybe upcoming that you're going to do? that um that you sort of attribute to being able to to be in Alaska for a while did I did I see that maybe you've also been doing some traveling recently yeah a little bit mm -hmm. yeah so so you're so you're not completely Alaska bound yeah 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 but um do you have some trips uh, to like other parts of Alaska to see some things while you're there yeah um we actually went to Anchorage a few months ago is that uh, a bigger a place? Oh yeah, that's like the biggest city in uh, Alaska. <laughs> like it's bigger than their capital. <laughs> but what is the yeah. capital of Alaska? Juneau. I don't know. Juneau? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was really fun. And that was, you know, like it had more of the the things that, you know, we were used to, you know, like Target and stuff, which was nice. But we also got to do, like we got to see like a wildlife zoo, um, which was really cool because the the uh, the pens were like pretty much outside, so oh. they weren't. Yeah, I mean, and got to see a lot of different Alaskan native animals, so that was really cool. Again, animals that I've never seen before. And then, uh, actually, a few weeks ago, we went to an ice cave that is like two or two and a half hours away from us. What is that? What's that story? Oh, <laughs> pretty much my, uh, my husband told me about this ice cave that, you know, he, he wanted to go see and he was like, oh, let's just like, you know, go do it, you know, like go see it and watch in it and, you know, that kind of thing. So we went, it was in the negative teens at that point. And we had, I think it was like a 25 or 30 minute like walk to and from like the ice cave, like to the like parking lot. Yeah. Wow. Um, but the ice cave was really cool. Um, it Literally. was really, yeah, it was really interesting because, you know, to see how formed and. So it's not a man-made cave. It's a natural forming cave. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. It is really cool. So yeah. how many clothes do you have to wear from your door to the car to be comfortable? Honestly, not a whole lot. I mean, just like a warm pair of pants or like 
or, you know, like long underwear under like jeans or, you know, not really warm pants or like fleece lined leggings or jeans or, you know, or corduroys. And then I also got a really, really warm, long parka recently. So as long as like I'm wearing that, you know, I'm not going to be out for a long time, like a minute or two, like I'm fine just throwing that over (laughs) me. (laughs) Not Um, a long time, just a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, just a couple minutes. But if I'm like walking outside, I definitely like layer up a lot more. You just adopted a dog. And so are, are you having to go out a little more than you used to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also got him some winter gear, like some coats and some Sweet. like fleece lined booties. So his little feet don't get cold Aww. or get frosty. Will, will he wear those? He will. And kind of tolerant of them. He doesn't love them and he does try to take them off, but he has a harder time taking off the winter booties than like regular booties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we, we tried that here in this household and it was not a success. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. I will wear them if I have to, but don't love yeah. it. So. Well, once he gets out there, I'm thinking he's thinking, oh, the booties were a great idea. Yeah, exactly. What's his name, by the way? Uh, his name is Moose. Perfect. I know. And he's a chocolate lab. And how old is he? Uh, yes, he's a chocolate lab and he just turned five. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. sweet. Well, bless you for giving yeah. that pup a home. I saw yeah. his big tail come up there behind your head, so I knew he was around. Yeah, he's next to me on the couch. We've actually, we've been fostering him for like five, four or five months now, and then we like just officially like adopted him. Oh, they call that a foster fail, and I think that's just fine, that is, as it should be. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Natalie, tell us what you majored in at Emory Henry. I majored in French and international studies. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. So what are you thinking you might do with that eventually? I'm still working on that. Like I had an idea originally as becoming a translator or interpreter from out of college, but then that, I mean, it's, you know, that has changed over the years, like what I would want to do with it. So I'm still kind of like figuring that part out, but I have kind of used both of them a little bit since college, which has been good. (laughs) So it was a year after I graduated, I went and taught English abroad in China for a year. Oh, neat. Yeah. I was in Northeastern China in a small, smaller city called Dongying. Okay. Was that a cool experience? Yeah, it was a really cool experience. I mean, it was really hard at first, obviously, but because of the language barrier, because in that city, there wasn't uh, a whole lot of English. That was, you know, a a lot harder to try and like communicate with them. Yeah. 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 And also that. Did you live with a family or live on your own? Um, I lived on my own with like another teacher, like from that same school that we worked in. Wow. Yeah. That is very, very cool. And so what'd you do after that? You haven't been married for a terribly long time, have you? No, uh-uh. We actually got married a few months ago. Um, top. Thank you. And then I came back home and worked at my family's business, which is like multimedia, graphic design, printing, kind of whole thing. Um, That's neat. Where'd you, where did you grow up? I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia. Okay. Which yeah. high school? Uh, EC Glass. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. 
lots of lots of cool people have gone to EC Glass. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, at least one famous person. I know. I can't uh, even yeah. say think of her name, but you know who I'm talking about. Honey Britton. That's it. That's the one. Yep, that's yep, the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like yeah, that's like the only like famous person I know who went to Glass. Well, besides um, you, of course. Now they're two. Right. Yeah. People. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's on TV, but now you're on the Duck Pond Wall. So hello. Right. It's a step. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you're still thinking about using that someday. You just haven't quite figured all that figured out. Just out. Yet. How? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. Well, yeah. you know, you're going to get to travel a little bit with with your husband's work, and so that's mm-hmm. that kind of opens up some possibilities. Maybe some things you never even considered before. Yeah, that's very true. And once you invent these new curtains, well, gosh, you know, the world is your oyster. That is also a very good point. That's what I'm talking about. So have you been able to keep in touch with folks from Emory and Henry doing all this uh, traveling? COVID, yeah, oh, and, and, co- COVID. and COVID. And COVID and, and moving and, you know, life. Um, I actually have a couple really, like, best friends that I made in college that, like, I still keep up with, That's like, great. pretty regularly. And um, some of them are some of my uh, sorority sisters as well. So that's pretty cool, too. Nice. Well, yeah. and as much as COVID has been sort of a time of separation, don't you think we figured out how to use social, I mean, things like Zoom just a little bit better than we used to? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, we've had to. But, yeah, we have definitely have figured that out <laughs> yeah and so I, I mean in some ways I mean I've got some old old sorority sisters we you know we've gotten together weekly we never did that before we could have we yeah just didn't you know yeah. didn't think about it so you yeah know, I think there's some up some advantages definitely I mean that that same kind of thing happened with me and uh one of my sorority sisters as well where we would have like a zoom call you know like once or twice a month and you know just like talk and catch up and stuff you know where we hadn't been doing it before all right so let's let's finish out by doing best and worst because okay again yeah (laughs) i I, having visited people who lived in, in sort of out of the way regions it's hard to get some sort of basic things. I mean, I was teasing you and said I was going to ask you how much a box of Cheerios cost. And I'm kind yes. of not kidding. Because when I'm, I, I mean, that can, those kinds of things can break you. I mean, how do you, what, what kind of grocery store access do you have? Oh, thankfully, we actually have a few like grocery stores not very far away, like maybe 15 minutes. Okay. Um, so it's not bad. Um, like we ascend, we have the same, it's called a different name, but it's essentially the same thing as a Kroger. We have a Walmart. And and, and, like, and are the grocery price, I mean, are things like groceries and, and basic items, are they kind of high up there just because they don't have access to things? Yeah. So the groceries are a lot more expensive here because they don't have access of things and like everything has to be like shipped in right um so yeah everything here is definitely more expensive and i mean over i'm just the overall like cost of living expense as well yeah, yeah it's funny i never thought about that i we had a graduate who lived in the virgin islands and then she was like oh. well she's like we don't we don't do anything we have nothing here everything has to be shipped in and i was like oh i never thought about that so yeah mm-hmm. just she she always wanted me to bring her like a sack of sugar because it was oh. so expensive that she would be like just put a bag in your luggage you know <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah I some mean, of the basics wow i mean some some things are a lot higher some things like sugar and flour they're they're not too bad but like but i know like milk or at least like local milk and i guess even eggs are a lot 
more expensive here than they are in Virginia. So, well, I'm th- thinking things like, I mean, how much can you grow in Alaska? I don't know what, I mean, I'm thinking they're, they're pro- I'm sure there is agriculture in Alaska. I'm a little ignorant yeah. about that, but I mean, but your, your growing season can't be too long. Yeah. Their growing season is in the summer. So, and the, and the summer is definitely shorter than the winter. Unfortunately, like winter is the longest season in Alaska, which is terrible. In my opinion, but it, I don't know, it kind of evens out in a way because in the summer, you know, there is the essentially 24 hour daylight or, you know, at least 20 hours daylight. So it, you know, it has that extra time to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mean, things grow really well up here and really big in the summer. And you have farmers yeah. markets and those kinds of things. Yes, mm-hmm. well, lots fun. of farmers yeah. markets. Yeah, like produce and you know local artists and stuff. Neat. And, like that's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And we've even found some stores here that are kind of more like from farm to table, um, mm-hmm. where they sell local, you know, artists' work or local, you know, like farms produce and stuff. So Very it's like cool. all last skin um made items or produced items oh that's terrific well that makes me happy that you've got access to some fresh things so that's good yeah me too that's good all right all right well we're we're gonna wrap up but i just i'm just so excited that you would would share with us about how things are going up there and i hope that you are paying the heat bill in fairbanks because (laughs) minus 25 is a is a is a harsh reality yeah yeah well we do have a a wood stove that helps a lot so oh well good 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 Well, when are you thinking about coming back to visit Emory and Henry? You think you're going to get back down anytime soon? I don't know. Maybe. I have to plan. You have to really but, think uh, about a trip down, I, don't you? I do. Yeah. And I if mean, your family is listening, they're saying, no, she's coming to Lynchburg, not Emory. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully if I don't get to Emory like earlier this coming year, year at least like homecoming, All you right, know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, and uh, here I'll share the homecoming. I'll share the date. This will oh. be this will be your breaking news. It's going to be October 1st, 2022. Ooh, awesome. Good yeah. So there you go. That's very Break, early. Breaking news. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is very early. It was um, the choices were um, that pretty much. Yeah. So that's, that's how it goes, but yeah, yeah. early, yeah. but you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll still be nice and warm and you need some warm. So we don't want to have yeah. a cold coming for you. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be. <laughs> Natalie Bright Graham, Emory and Henry class of 2016. Thank you so much for being with us on the Duck Pond Wall today. Yes. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. And you tell Moose that he has been a delightful companion dog on this interview. We appreciate him. (laughs) I will. All right. Well, listen, thanks a bunch. And thanks to everybody for listening to the Duck Pond Wall. And we will look forward to seeing you next week. Be sure to listen to WEHC, the voice of Southwest Virginia. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.